man, AMA, as we do uh, every single Wednesday at this time. By the way, coming up in uh, 30 minutes, we will uh, be announcing who our um, contributors will be for the morning show, uh, you know, in-studio uh, guest hosts from time to time. Uh, as Angelo's had for years, you know, a kind of rotation of guys that come in, uh, you know, from time to time, once a week, once every two weeks, once every three weeks, whatever it might be. So that's coming up in half hour. AMA right now, AMA brought to us by Bud Light. Join Ava Graham at Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia this Friday night for an Eagles legend. Legends playoff pep rally. Win tickets to this weekend's game and meet Eagles alumni. By the way, we welcome Devin Caney to the uh, studio. She's here with us for the next couple hours. Hello, Devin. Hello, guys. Hello. Thanks for having me again. Our pleasure. Always fun, of course, as we get ready for the morning show. All right, James, let's talk about it. AMA, what do people want to know? All right, fun one to start from Philly Sports 52 on Twitter. He says, who on the WIP staff do you think you would most enjoy going out and having a couple beers? Wow. John, what are you thinking here, man? Well, I, I'm especially fond of Ike and Hugh. Uh, we'd have a lot to football talk guys about. hanging out. Reach back to the talk good old football days. stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're but they're just, they're they're awesome people too, and uh, a lot of fun. And I enjoy that a lot. I think yeah, those two are great answers. Ruben's a great answer. Um, I mean, are we getting after it here, James? Like, is this like we're just saying a beer or two? Like, we're getting after it. A couple beers. I mean, maybe I mean, a few beers. You know, just get some war stories from back in the day. I mean, I, you know, I'm talking about war, not actual war, but you know, some of the old days of the the plain days. Uh one of those three probably be the answer. All right, James, what do you got? All right, I mean, if Richie, yeah, can't get him to get a beer with you. That's the problem, right? I listen. I've invited John over many times, and it just <laughs> Devin will never come over to my apartment. It'll never happen. But. Well, so you invite him over, but you also didn't invite him to New Year's party. Yeah. Right? People yeah. don't forget this. Yeah, but it, that's why I didn't invite him. He, he wasn't. He didn't merit. Because he always refuses. Like, correct. Story. The prior. The prior I'll make refuses. It None of us got someday. Invite, so that makes us feel <laughs> yes. good. Which, which which begs the question, and uh, a fun one from Dan Schwartz here, Joe, yep. putting you on the spot. Dan Schwartz asks, "Seltzer and Richie are drowning. Oh no! Uh, you can save one." Who are you saving? He says you have to save one. <laughs> what a question. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yo, the strong swimmer saves yeah, one. Know, right? Dan is really doggy paddle. That ain't cool. What is that? Sophie's <laughs> Choice, right? Is that yeah, the... that is Sophie's Choice. I, I, I ain't answering that question. I, I, I guess I walk away. Both die. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. No, I mean, because then I picked one over the other, and I'm not to pick one over the other I'd guy. I'd rather you, and you both might not die risk yourself. than pick one. All right, then I pick Seltzer because he'd be easier to get out of the water because he's, <laughs> not, he's <laughs> not as physically big. Less risk for me. That's actually really good. John, there's no way I can get you out of the water. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I couldn't physically do you it. You both would die. That's actually <laughs> yeah. a really good point. Yeah. Alright, <laughs> that's very good. Uh, Alright, good question here. Obviously just mentioned the morning show again, 1230. If you didn't hear, we'll be announcing contributors. Uh, Chris May, good question. What are the biggest changes to get used to when you move to mornings? Sleep and how to watch the games, when to watch them. Yeah, Is it live one. at night? Do you wake up in the morning? I mean, for the most part, I expect to watch games live at night. But that's what it's about, watching the games, absorb, being prepared for the show, but somehow getting enough sleep, when to nap during the afternoon, stuff like that. Being able to internalize what we see when it's later and we're more tired. It's not gonna, it's, that's going to be rough. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They're basically the sleep thing. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Yeah. All right, uh, Richie, question for you here. Uh, Joe and I know the answer to this, but, uh, you know, came up the other day quickly. i give you a chance to elaborate if you want to. Bob Kotzak asked, uh, Richie, uh, you often talk about your kids, but you don't mention your wife that often. Uh-huh. Uh, are you married? I was married. I'm officially divorced, and I'm now Mr. Mom, doing the best I can with two teenagers and a 12-year-old daughter. It's it's us and smells like a, a web video series uh, to me right here. <laughs> yeah, and you're like a chauffeur, right, with all the driving. Pretty with the much, kids, I'm know. like an Uber driver, yeah. driving to practices, doing the best I can with my air fryer to uh, try to make good food, and we shove a lot of spinach in my house. Yeah, you force them to eat spinach. Right? I That's do. One of your things. I yeah. do. Yes, spinach is necessary. It's good for you. Yeah. Wait, why spinach though? Uh, it's green. Okay, and it's so a it's not like spinach, has and it's some... easy. No, so it could, could be broccoli is the about. point. Right, could be, right. Could be, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Spinach is, is just easier. You can open the True. container and pull it right out. All right. Uh, let's keep it rolling here. Uh, good question here from uh, Angela Barber Healy. This has never come up on the show. Do either of you suffer from a phobia? Not that I know of. I don't think so. I mean, it's something that would be sort of out of the ordinary. I don't think so. I, I mean, I'm afraid for beat the hammer tomorrow, but I don't think that counts as a <laughs> well, phobia. Yeah, I'm or afraid, Friday. I was Friday. about to say I'm afraid of beat the hammers tomorrow. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. I think I, I have a, a a real fear of drowning. Like I, I would 
be mortified, obviously. Uh, drowning is, is awful. Do you fear like, ghosts? More awful than most things. I sometimes, I had a weird experience yeah, with did. that. Yeah, they That's why I'm asking Where you. once I thought they were not existent, now yep. I do believe they exist. And so, yeah, I probably would fear those, but I try not to think about that. I have an irrational hatred of flies and mice. Like, okay. if, if I know they're there, I have to try to eliminate them. But drowning would be awful. When we have time, I need to hear the ghost story now. Oh, oh that's a whole Yeah, time. it's come up a few times on the air. It's yeah, a, it was unbelievable. Love a good ghost story. Local, too. Yeah. Mm. All right, we'll yeah. get to that. James, go ahead. All right, David Bentley asks, when you sign off every Friday at 2 p.m., soon to be every Friday at 10 p.m., how do you spend your perfect weekend? To me, I think my favorite... Listen, I do love the weekend where I do nothing, and Amy from Villanova and I just power down and do oh, nothing. Oh, give it to me. Like, that I like. That I like. But the weekend type I probably like the most are when me and my friends get together, which is rare. You know, whether it's high school friends or college friends, it's very rare these days. But if I get, you know, two or three of them a year, they're probably my favorite type. I'd like to sleep in on Saturday. That's That gets everything started. And yeah. then I'd like to go watch, you know, some – Volleyball and soccer and stuff like that. All right. And with that, AMA, we shut it down. All righty. To the phones we go. Let's talk to our buddy Chris in Middletown. Hello, Christopher. <laughs> John. Chris. James. Christopher. Muppet Weasel. Chrissy. Muppet Weasel. I thought I was going to, you know, stick a pin in your bubble and just to be difficult, not agree with you, mm-hmm. but, uh, I do agree. On what front? He is by the far the worst owner in oh, Philadelphia. It's the worst, man. By far. It's not even close. So, yep. Um, hey, want to wish you uh, good luck on uh, Beat the Caller on Friday. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you can pull one out. <laughs> Boy, I hope so, man. I, Chris, I Beat am. Beat the Caller. It's shifted. Beat the Caller, yeah. 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 I'm just, my confidence is so low for Beat the Hammer. Beat it's, the Connor this week. Uh, we'll say. <laughs> I'm struggling, Beat man. the sixth caller on the contest line, whoever that ends up being. Oh, God. Hey, make a mental note to self. Do not cross James. He goes right to beheading people. I know, <laughs> man. That's scary. He thought Saddam got beheaded. I couldn't believe that. I mean, dude, you got to cut that audio, too, James. I, I mean, dude, did. the yeah, way he said it, like, I was like, whoa, dude, that's like a insight into some darkness there. Yeah. Uh, I thought so. <laughs> I just thought it hey, happened. It wasn't like I wanted it to happen. I, so I just thought happened. I, I mean, I'm literally like working at my desk, and then like you said that, and I like my head popped up. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I, I too all was right. caught Bring off him guard. Bring back the guillotine. All right, that, that's my a platform. Bit, a bit strong, yeah. Chris. Give me yeah. a great answer. Who or what had a bad ending? Uh, I, mean, I got two of them in my head right now. So I, I was going to say one. I gave it to James. I, I'm going to go with the other one now. I'm going to yep. pivot over to uh, the Sopranos. Already said. Give me the other one you got. Uh, the other one I was going to say then was Old Yeller. You know, mm-hmm. I disagree with that. I mean, for the movie, it's a great movie. It's sad. It's not bad. I mean, it essentially makes the movie because, you know, it's it's the story. It, it is what it is. Some people die in a movie, and sometimes when they do, the fact, I mean, that movie's more memorable because Old Yeller dies. So Joe loved it. I mean, listen, he might be saying Old Yeller, the dog, had a bad ending. Was he saying the dog had a bad ending or the movie had a bad ending? I, I'm going to guess the movie. That's what I interpreted him to say. I mean, regardless, but maybe that's just a dog both. hater yes thing. Like, anyone both. who yeah. doesn't look at that and be like, wow, it is a tragedy yeah. that they had to kill Old Yeller at the end of the movie yeah. is, is twisted. no dog <laughs> movie policy because I don't like when they die. And if a dog's in a movie, it's always going to die. Well, Devin, Joe goes the other way. Joe wants the dog to die. No. I know, no. dude. I loved Joe's Old like, Yeller. Actually, I loved Old Yeller. You but just hate dogs. I'm so, anti dogs. Yeah. I admit that. I'm anti dogs. They annoy me. They slobber. They bite. They bark. Are um, you afraid? They bump dogs? into you. Uh, yeah, I have some fear of dogs. Yeah. Certainly, some. No question. Because you had the dog growing this up. Is, that, this is across both. Yeah, yeah across. But uh, yeah, where I, I live. My face scarred. ripped open by a dog, and I'm not afraid of dogs. Like, just come telling on, you, man. man. I I'm not a fan of dogs. Let's go to uh, Scott and King of Prussia. What's up, Scott? Hey guys, good afternoon. Hi Scott. Hi Devin. Hi Scott. Um, hey, welcome to the team. Thank you. Um, so taking a look at this Eagles game, I, I think we're getting healthy at the right time. Um, I think this is going to be 
if we come out and we're healthy and our O-line does what they're supposed to do, we can dominate the clock. We can dominate um, time possession and, and we should really handle this game. If it's, if, but if it's close, if it's one of those NFC, you know, back and forth type games, that tells me we're, we're still got some rust on us. And that makes me a little nervous going into the following week. I do think we're going to handle the Giants in either of those two scenarios, though. What do you, you think? know, I'll tell you this. It could influence who the uh, favorite is in that championship game if the Eagles play San Fran. I mean, the Eagles would be favored against Dallas, but they might not be favored against San Fran. San Fran does have the best odds to win the Super Bowl from the conference. So I guess that means as of now, San Fran would be the team considered the favorite in that championship game. But if the Eagles put one on the Giants, if the Eagles win by three touchdowns, I mean, to me, it's going to be hard for, for odds makers to consider the Eagles an underdog if they handily defeat the Giants. And, and honestly, no, I, I, even if they don't, I don't think the Eagles should be underdogs anyway, but they might be. I think if we see, if we see a replay of that earlier Giants game where we handled them, I think we will go into the uh, the championship game as, as a favorite. I think, um, you know, but the, the other scenario, if it's a squeaker, it could be, um, um, you know, a minus, minus two type game. Uh, well, look, it could, know, be, it could be plus two for what it's well, worth. Well, think about, think about the other I, side. I meant plus two. Yeah. I meant plus yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, think yeah. about yeah. the other side of the NFC matchups. The 49ers are facing a Dallas Cowboys team that feels like they've gotten it straightened out. And that, I think that's a closely contested game. I don't think our game against the Giants is a closely contested game. I, I have confidence that heading into the NFC Championship, we'll be back where we belong. Scott, give me a big answer, man. Who or what had a bad ending? Uh, the 2002 NFC Championship game, watching Joe Jervicious yeah. and Gardner chasing him, and everybody knew at that moment it was over. Well, you know, I won't say they knew at that moment. That was actually still, I think, on the early side. Yeah, the Rondé pick was when we had the Rondé pick was done. that was that because the Eagles are down twenty to ten and they were moving. They were moving, but before the Rondé, yeah, pick. I think moving. there was about four minutes left, and Donovan and the offense had gotten the ball down. If I had to guess, maybe around the thirty, maybe the twenty-five, and then came the pick and. I mean, he just had the whole field to run. It, it was, was done. That it was, was done. And, and I still, I remember I felt in that moment, I still thought we were going to win. When we were down 10 and driving, I still believed. Like, I was like, right. we can't, like, I still was in this, we can't lose this game. Like, and then he took it back. Yeah. It was so deflating. Even though I should have known it was over already. It was just. Mm. Look, we've had some bad losses in Philly sports, but there's nothing that ever made me feel like that. It's not the same type as the 93 Phils. There are two different types of losses. They were both horrible feelings, but the O2 Eagles, man, it was a very unique feeling of a it just it just it was awful. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, Devin with us as well. Twelve thirty today we'll announce uh some of the uh contributors to our program once we move to the morning show. So we'll look forward to that. Plus Jaws joins us today at twelve forty five. Joe Camera and John Ritchie on ninety four WIP. Hey, Eagles fans, my friends at Miller Lite want to get you ready for the road to Phoenix. Miller Lite is offering Eagles fans 21 years or older a complimentary beer at participating bars all across the Philly area this Friday night. Fans will also have the chance to win tickets to the first playoff game this weekend. Look for the registration cards at your participating bar and scan the QR code for your chance to win. For participating accounts and info, go to MillerLite.com slash FlyEaglesFly. That's MillerLite.com slash FlyEaglesFly. Tastes like Miller time, Philly. Celebrate responsibly. Man, now it's hard to jump in. Gotta hear my man, Big Jim. John, you a you a Big Jim fan, man? Not like you. Ah, uh, Jim Croce. Love Jim. I love him, Devin Jim Croce. Ah, uh, you don't you don't know enough. Do I have to comment? I really zone Jim Croce. I'm sorry. Do you not? Do you not? Do you know this song? Wow, wow Leroy Brown. I don't, I don't know if I can confidently tell you if I know exactly who Jim Croce is. You would recognize a few songs. Now, well, now this I don't is no. If she doesn't recognize this, no, I know. Familiar. My guess is maybe and Operator. Or, uh, this is his most famous. This song. song. This song sounds familiar. I just I don't know if I'd be able to be like, oh, that's. 
Don't, don't sound familiar enough, apparently. <laughs> well, like I said last week, I'm going to get an education <laughs> yes. on the morning show. Yes, you are. All right, speaking of the morning show, coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll talk about uh, who's all going to be part of the morning show. So we're looking forward to that. A lot of conversation today, John, about Jalen Hurts. Uh, as I said earlier, remarkable season, amazing player, um, healthy now. So for those that missed it, not on the injury report, which is awesome, full participant yesterday in practice. And, you know, I know John's labeling me a doubter again on Hurts. I, I don't know if that's fair. I'll say this. Eagles might win the Super Bowl, and they might win it because of him. But it'll be fascinating to find out in the next month if he can – he doesn't have to rise his game per se. Maintain the game that he had this regular season for those first whatever it was, 13, 14 games. I mean, he was amazing. I do look at some notable figures in Philadelphia sports who were great players, some of whom are Hall of Famers. They didn't win titles. Donovan, in the end, wasn't a Hall of Famer. But he wasn't a Hall of Famer because he didn't win a title. If Donovan wins the Super Bowl, he's a Hall of Famer. Donovan was great. He was, he was always, for most of those seven, eight years, very good. He was at times great. But what Donovan was, and this is what I wonder about Jalen, Donovan was not great enough. If he was, they would have won a championship. So... As Jalen gets ready for contract time in March, and he's going to get a huge deal, but he might get paid the most money in football. He shouldn't if they don't win the title. You know, like, this is money time now, and we're going to find out, John, what he's got. Jalen Hurts was better than Patrick Mahomes this season. He was better than Josh Allen this season. And I don't I don't hear people saying, hey, does, does Mahomes have the stuff to, to take the Chiefs the distance? Jalen Hurts was better than those guys not on a fluke. He like when, when you dig into the numbers, you know, his passer rating was better than those guys. The touchdown to interception ratio, the he's in the, the top 3 in the NFL in in every passing category you can imagine and he was 13 and 1 as a starter. Jalen Hurts is the best player whose season was derailed by an injury, and now that injury is no longer an issue. No, that's great. That is great. But I do wonder, will they will they present him any differently? Will they be afraid of the injury factor? Do they? And of then, course it, they will not, because they know they must run this offense the way they ran when they built a 13-1 record. I am not worried. This staff will have faith in him just like I do and you should. Well, yeah, look, we'll find out. I mean, basically trying to get at, do you have – Full trust and confidence in 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 Hertz. Um, I got a lot of confidence in him. Full, full, truly. That's that's a lot. I don't know. Let's go to Tom in Abington right now. Yo, Tom. Yo, John and ladies. How we doing today? <laughs> Calling seltzer a lady? What the heck, man. <laughs> you know, on that, ask me anything. I bet there, Joe. I could have sworn you were going to say you had a phobia of the normal. No. But I do have a phobia of beat the hammer tomorrow. I am legitimately concerned. But you keep thinking it's Thursday, Joe. Oh yeah, I do. That shows you how off you're right. I'm with you though. I've been saying to Emily all week. I've been like, it feels like it should be Thursday day, not Wednesday. It feels like it should be Wednesday. Well, maybe it's the Eagles game on Saturday that's throwing me off a little bit. The Monday night playoff game too. Yeah, part of it. It's a it's a strange week in that way. I'll try to put together a little pet talk for you in time, yours. How's that sound? Sure, I appreciate that. All right. So uh, when it comes to Jalen Hurts, I, I, I have no worries about him. Uh, I used to say he was going to be a lesser version of number five. So it was pretty interesting uh, with your question today. Uh, I think he's already surpassed him in my eyes, just through the eye test. Uh, so I have no concerns about him. My concern going into this game with the Giants would be the defense. So I guess my question to you guys would be, what do you think Allen's going to run most of? You think he's going to run the zone or he's going to be man to man? I think you have to mix it up, but I do think you have to zone it off yep. an awful lot when you got a quarterback who can run the way Daniel Jones can. I think right, you gotta, and that's, I think that's my concern, his mobility. If you're yep. manned up, you're going to have to spy yep. Daniel Jones, and that means you got a, a, a one less defender to, to cover guys. I'm not that worried about this receiving core for the Giants. I think the, the last time we – when we played the Giants in week 14, I think Daniel Jones had eight yards scrambling. That mm-hmm. is a great sign for me. Hey, Tom, you, pr- you proud of Josh Harris wanting to own uh, that Washington football team? Hell no. I never liked that guy from the get, man. Yeah, and you're, you're a thousand percent correct. I, I, it's, just, it's unconscionable. It's too much. It it's just too it much. It really is. Tom, give me a great answer, man. Who or what had a bad ending? 
I had a little trepidation about my answer until you guys got into the whole Saddam Hussein thing. So well, hold I on, feel just, pretty good. We're now. not looking. All right, new rule. <laughs> we're not looking for death. John, uh, right? Come on. I mean, James, can we say we're not looking for death on I'm who? Go, it, I'm good with that. I mean, the Titanic yeah. was death, but some people survived. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I mean, right? Uh, no. Rose survived, Jack didn't. Well, and... I, I gotta go with it anyway. This this place was sold as a societal utopia. And um it, oh, it was God. built as it was built as avoiding all the pitfalls in society at that time and upwards of two hundred people yeah, bought in and went down to South America, Kool-Aid, Jonestown. Right? Kool Aid? Yeah, Jonestown. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, I mean that, yeah, we can't. come on, yeah. man. I, it's yeah. come on. It's gotten too dark. Seltzer, it, talk to I people. I said the Baltimore Colts. Like, come on, guys. Well, like, <laughs> maybe I didn't do a good job initially putting up the the flag of like not like major death scenarios. Because yeah, I mean, a lot of people like that have bad endings. But do we feel like the bad like this whole prompt is bad luck for the Eagles? Though I don't know. I don't like the foreshadowing. I w- it's funny you say that. Mm. I thought of that earlier. Yeah, that it like, does. What are you trying to say, guys? I thought of that, and the only reason this came up is because. The Jeffersons debuted on this date in the 70s. I guess mm. that's a mid-year debut, John. They must have been picked up in the winter part. And we talked about that the, they never really had an end. Like, their ending was they didn't have a final episode that signified the end of the series. It just got canceled. So that was a shame. All right, let's talk to Justin right now. Justin in Tennessee, man. Justin, we haven't heard from you in a long time. Yeah, what's happening, fellas? What's happening, Miss Kenny? How y'all doing today? Hey, Justin. Doing, doing well. All good, buddy. Oh, man, I'm... I'm laid up. I've hurt my back there over the weekend, so I'm just laid up. Been watching some movies this morning. And well, I'm sorry to hear that, but I, I got to ask you. So two things. First off, hope you feel better with the back. Second off, I don't know, John, if we should be offended. So Justin hasn't called us probably for three months. He happens to call <laughs> us the day after he's got a bad back. So, Justin, does that mean you only call us when you have a bad back moving forward? No, that means I only call when I'm not at work when I can oh, get through. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, good luck with the back, my man. All right, what do you got That's for better. us today, Justin? All right, I've got two things. First off, I think if the 49ers win or the Cowboys win, I think they would put both of them as, you know, put us as an underdog against both of them, to be honest with you. I really think I really think the media overreacts like with the 49ers and the Cowboys. Hmm. And I think maybe the bookmakers might look into that a little bit. Well, they do overreact on the Cowboys. I don't know that they overreact on the Niners, but there's no question there's a historical lean toward when something good happens with Dallas, people act like they are going to win it all. And it's just not been proven historically, and it's just not accurate. Yeah, it's the same thing like with Dallas, the Yankees, Duke basketball. Yeah. Alabama football. It's yep. it's like Notre it's Dame football. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, Notre Dame. You know, they they get the least little bit good and they're gonna win it out. But anyway. Everybody but Alabama. I, they're actually they've been legit. <laughs> that's true. Alabama has one. <laughs> but uh as far as I don't know, like San Francisco and Dallas, I don't see Brock Purdy coming in here, a rookie quarterback coming into the link and having a good day. I really don't. I think that kid could really have a terrible day. Me and James have talked about this. Yeah, no, listen, it would be it would be against the grain if he gets to the Super Bowl as a rookie. I don't believe yeah. it's ever occurred. It's before. never happened. Yeah, it's not. I right, Justin, Justin give me a give me, hey Justin, give me a big answer, man. Who or what had a bad ending? Okay, one thing I told James I wanted to do. I wanted to give the hammer a pep talk. Oh please. Okay, listen, man. I know you're wanting to drop, beat the hammer. You you talked last week. You were done. You were done. If you're going to drop it, finish it out with the midday. Let it go with the midday. Don't carry it over to the no, morning show. No, but go, no. listen. you got to go out of winter, man. All right? The great Rocky Balboa once said, it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. That's how winning is done. That's right, Justin. All right, Justin, give me so a great – I, I, I appreciate the pep talk. But <laughs> what I don't like about the pep talk is you're saying win one and retire, and that's not cool. Well, All right, Justin, who no, had a bad – hold on, hold Justin, Justin, who, Justin, who had a bad ending? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say a Frank Darabont movie, The Mist. All right, you got it, buddy. Appreciate I thought that was call. the best ending maybe in the history of movies. Wow. I thought it was unbelievable. Wow. I mean, it's bad for the characters, but it's great. All right, coming up here in uh, in one minute, uh, some of the contributors to the morning show, we will uh, announce that in a moment. Let me tell you right now, Joe DeCamera here. I'm very excited to talk about the new partnership we've got going with United Tire. United Tire's New Year's saving starts now. Starts right now. Save $120 on a set of four of Michelin's best, the Cross Climate 2. The savings are good now through January the 28th. You can stop in your local United Tire today and get the deals before they're gone. Visit 
UnitedTire.com. That's UnitedTire.com for the specials. Or stop by your local United Tire store. If you're needing tires, now is the time to take advantage of great savings at United Tire. Don't drive alone. Drive United. Well, John, this uh, move to the morning show is going to happen somewhat soon. We hope it's still delayed close to about a month for the uh, the debut of uh, the show after the Eagles hopefully win the Super Bowl, at the very least play in the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, obviously we've had a, a few months to kind of get our, what do you say, John, get our ducks in order, get our ducks in a row. What's the phrase here? Your ducks. Our, uh, your ducks, our ducks, my get ducks. Get our business in order. Get our yeah, business sure. in order. There we go. So we're looking to uh, obviously put together a team, and a team that, that hopefully, uh, you know, the city will vibe with and listen to our show. Angela, for many, many years, has had a wonderful team. And obviously we're indebted to, you know, what, what he did for all the years putting everything together. And we want to just sort of be able to duplicate a, a similar level of success, hopefully, and longevity. And to do that, you want to put together a group that you, you really believe in and want to have a, a great shot with and entertain people for years. So let me say this. Um, we have uh, – James, we've assembled a squad. We have. we got a squad. we got a team. So it started, obviously, just in these last six years with, uh, you know, me and John and James, and it's been a pleasure – um, as has been announced in, in recent months, of course, Rhea is going to be part of our team with the morning show. She's been for, you know, 25 to 30 years. I don't know the exact number, but for a long time, a huge part of, uh, Angelo in that show. So we're so happy to have Rhea with us. Devin, you're here today and we yeah. announced your presence, obviously going back about two months ago or so. It's been a blast doing these shows with you. So fun. I can't wait to switch to mornings. You know, now wake the- up at. 4 a.m.? Yeah, so that's the, the, the wake-up part. Eh, it's a little tricky. Yeah. But, uh, no, we're, we're looking forward to doing the we'll mornings. Survive. And, Devin, we're looking – Devin's going to be with us twice a week, so we're looking forward to that. Joe Wechter, by the way, I know a lot of people – you know, you don't hear Joe on the air much, but everyone cares about Joe because he has been such a huge part of Angela's show for so many years behind the scenes as the producer. He's going to be uh, a producing uh, the show in addition to James, you know, helping James out. And we got ambitious plans for social media and ways we can get Joe involved in all sorts of ways to help present our show to the public. So that'll be a big part of it. Plus, we announced yesterday, James, how great was it yesterday, the announcement that that Diddy! (laughs) Unbelievable, Ray Dittinger is back. Um, Yeah, he is, man. Ray's going to be part of our our show, you know, with us in studio. Um, Exact frequency to be determined, but he's going to be a part of our show uh, through the year, so we look forward to that. And then then others, uh, including he was with us yesterday in studio, he just flew down to Florida where the Phillies are going to have Phillies fantasy camp, and we're so happy, as he's been part of Angela's show the last couple of years, to have Ruben Amaro as part of our program. Hello, Ruben. Good afternoon. What's happening, Joe? And uh, really excited about being part of it. Uh, congratulations again to you and John and James, and uh, it, it, I think you're assembling. Just haven't heard that again. Uh, just a great squad, and Thanks, I'm just man. really, really fortunate to be a part of it. Well, so, yeah. we're fortunate. I mean, John, we had a blast with Ruben yesterday in studio, right? It's incredible to have someone with your experience, Ruben. Uh, just That's you, very kind. You, you know so much, and I feel like I'm going to learn so much from you, and uh, I'm, I think we're all so fortunate. And, Ruben, you know what a big deal, man. I mean, baseball talk, you know, whew, I mean, the Eagles – do get discussed the most, but the Phillies get discussed a ton, and they happen to exist in a time in the summer when, you know, unless the Sixers have made a deep run, Sixers are usually done, Flyers are usually done, Eagles haven't started. I mean, the Phillies have a big chunk. Now, Ruben, you'll be year-round with us, but obviously we'll lean heavily on you in the summer. You're broadcasting the games, days when you're not on the road. I mean, it's going to be awesome, Ruben. I mean, we're going to be able to do a lot of great – by the way, Ruben, you getting excited for, uh, for this Phil season about to – you know, they're going to go to spring training in a month. I really am, and, and it's uh, you know the thing that Dave Dombrowski have done, and the fact that Rob Thompson has taken over in such a phenomenal way. I mean, uh, it should be every Philly fan should be very excited about the season, and uh, we have a bunch of them down here at Fantasy Camp. Yeah. We just flew down, and there was a there's nothing but a sea of red, and then people are excited about the season. So uh, it, it should be a great year. It's a nice time to be a part of it, and uh, and and, I'm, and again, I'm really excited about being part of the show. Thanks, Ruben. Ruben, have a great time at Fantasy Camp. By the way, for those that don't know, because a lot of regulars are back at Fantasy Camp, former players, but how about Chase Utley at yeah. Fantasy Camp? I mean, I tell everyone every year, I say, you should get to Fantasy Camp. I mean, if you'd signed up for Fantasy Camp three months ago, you could have Chase Utley as your, as your manager down at Fantasy Camp. So super cool. Listen, Ruben, have a great time with all the guys. We'll see you, obviously, next week when you're back up here. We'll start the show in the next couple of weeks and looking forward to it. Thank you, Ruben. Thank you very much, and uh, have a great show today. Devin, nice to meet you. I haven't got a chance to meet you face-to-face, but uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to 
to spend a little time with you as well, and uh, congrats to you too. Yeah, thanks, Ruben. I'm really looking forward to working together. Thanks, Ruben. We'll see you, man. See you next week. Thanks, Ruben. Take care, guys. All right, there he is. So we go from the world of baseball to the world of football, and one of the most menacing linebackers the Philadelphia Eagles have ever had. He has, in recent years, been an awesome commentator. He'll tell you the good. He'll tell you the bad. And I'll tell you what, he was bad news for quarterbacks in the NFL in the late 80s and the 1990s because Seth Joyner was an amazing football player and awesome commentator, and Seth is going to be part of our show. Good afternoon, Seth. Jeff and lady, what's happening? <laughs> Hello, Seth. Seth, why do you have the smoothest voice of anybody that's going to be on this show? I mean, you're going to make John Ritchie's relatively smooth voice seem like it's just out of whack now, man. It's just that baritone, smooth, take your time <laughs> till you get me pissed off and hyped up, you know. That's it, man. You know, just it is what it is. I what, love it. it. Yeah, it, Seth, it, Seth it, I got to tell you, as someone who looks at as someone who looks at Richie good. all the time, I'm glad we're finally going to have some real football knowledge around here. <laughs> get out of here, man. <laughs> you act like John don't know what he's talking about. Hey, how think, confident hey, are John, you, Seth? I think it's I think it's leaning more the other way. Yeah, well, you're being <laughs> too nice. Hey, uh, how confident are you feeling right now? We got a game in a couple days. Hey, this, this is the best case scenario for the Eagles, you know, other than the yeah. Seahawks. Other than the Seahawks pulling off, you know, an upset where they looked like they was gonna do it, but we all knew they'd come back to earth. Um the Eagles can beat the Giants. I'm not a big believer in that whole theory you can't. You know, beat it's hard to beat a team three times in, in in one season. Listen, we own the Giants. We've always owned the Giants, and we'll own them on Saturday night. And um, the Cowboys and the 49ers will beat the hell out of each other, and one of them will limp in here for the NFC Championship, and we'll be headed to Arizona. Love it, man. Seth, who do you think, Bills or Chiefs or Bengals, awaiting the Eagles in the Super Bowl? That's interesting, man. I think the Chiefs are just – you know, if the, Chiefs, if the Chiefs play the Bills, I give them – you know, an 80% chance of winning. If they play Cincinnati, they can't beat Cincinnati. They've lost to mm-hmm. Cincinnati a few times they played against them. They cannot beat them. So Cincinnati can figure out a way to, you know, get past the Bills in Buffalo. Um, they got a good opportunity, in my opinion, to get them back. But, you know, Kansas City, you know, if you look at those three teams, I think Kansas City is playing most efficiently and most effective right now across the board. Seth, let me say, man, you and I have known each other a long time. Uh, obviously, you and Richie have known each other a while as well. We're very proud to uh, to have you part of our team. Really looking forward to years to come, talking a lot of Eagles football and, you know, from time to time even more. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do a deep dive on Jonathan Gannon with you because he might get a head coaching job and you won't be able to rail on your, your, <laughs> your Gannon opinion. But uh, we're going to find out, man. And, Seth, we're going to have a blast. Thank you, dude, for being a part of this, and we're going to have such a great time for years to come. Thanks, man. Hey, man, I'm looking forward to it for sure. All right, there he Thanks, is, sir. number 59. For those who don't know, Seth Joe's Turner. favorite eagle yeah. of all time. That's true. It's pretty cool, man. That is pretty cool. Like, that's, you know, let little Joe be a little, you know, think about how cool that would I be. I like for that. A I also just hung up on him. I, you know, I felt, <laughs> felt bad. James says that. I just zapped him right off the line. But we'll hear from Seth a lot as we move forward with the program. We'll also hear from our, our next contributor. He's going to be an in studio host as well with us throughout the year, talking a lot of fills. But also, he grew up around here. I mean, I know Allen Iverson is one of his favorite players of all time. Huge Eagles fan as well. And, uh, of course, he's been doing a great job the last bunch of years as an announcer on Phillies baseball, whether it's pre- and post-game show or during the game. And Mr. Ben Davis has been a caller to our show many times. Ben, what's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot. Just, uh, just happy to be on with you guys. You know, Ben, one thing I love about getting you involved, not only have you been a great guest through the years with John and I, but a lot of people won't know this. I'll say it now. You text us frequently <laughs> more than any more than anyone else I during think. the show you get sort of what we do and how we try to have some fun and so i mean we're just going to try to bring that alive even more so you know with you now in studio and just really looking forward to it ben absolutely i, I think uh you know the the four of us and now Devin, congratulations on on the job and uh, the morning show and look forward to working with you as well um i just we have just have a great rapport and yes we do share a lot of uh, we, our text thread is, is hilarious sometimes i go back and look through it uh it's funny but i think that will carry over in the show and uh just really looking forward I, I just really appreciate the opportunity to be on with you guys and i cannot wait it's gonna be a lot of fun we had a chance to hang out with ben a little bit down at spring training uh yep. off-season stuff always exciting ben how do you rate dave dombrowski's off-seasons out so far uh, I give him an A+. plus. I mean, he just he addressed the issues that needed to be addressed. I think the bullpen has been secured. 
Um, you look at the, what other teams have in the postseason, how they are able to advance. It's all through the bullpens, and, and ours just continue to get stronger. Obviously, the Trey Turner sign is huge, the Taiwan Walker. Uh, it's just uh, there's nothing that he just has such a baseball mind, Dave Dombrowski, and he gets he, what he wants, he gets. And I just appreciate that. He's yeah. able to build winners. He is a, he's a mastermind. You know, Ben was an amazing storyline, and John and I, I think only touched it on it once on our show that that Rob Thompson actually up until right before he took over for Girardi was of the mindset to retire. He had informed the organization it was going to be his last year in baseball, and the only reason he's obviously going on is because he got the big league gig as the manager and had the success and had the fun and said, hey, let's keep going. I mean, that's a wild turn of events, Ben. It is. And, you know, for being a baseball lifer like Rob Thompson has been, uh, to see him finally get this opportunity and take full advantage of that opportunity, I, the team would not have been in the situation uh, if it wasn't for Rob Thompson. He pulled all the right strengths uh, and talked about a mastermind. He's just a, a great baseball man. He gets it. His, his players love him, and they will fight, and fight tooth and nail for him on a daily basis. And that's really fun to watch, and these guys love going to the ballpark and playing for him. Ben, is Iverson your number one all-time? Who's your guy? Well, i got to go Mike Schmidt, number okay. one all-time. Okay, sure. And then, I, and then I'm going to go Darren Dalton. And then AI. Yeah, I know. I know you love AI. I mean, so do I. Man. I do. <laughs> I do. But I gotta go first base. Well, I'm I'm leaving out Juan Samuel in my top three. But sure. um, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with those three and, and AI at number three. Ben, looking forward to doing the show with you. Thanks for saying yes, man. It's awesome stuff. We'll have a blast. Thank you, Ben. Absolutely. Thanks so much, guys. Congrats again. All right, there he is, Ben Davis. So we go from, of course, uh, me, John, and James. We got Ray. We got Devin. We got Joe Wechter. We got Ray Didinger. We got uh, Ruben Amaro. Seth Joyner, Ben Davis, and another contributor. And you've heard his voice says for many, many years. <laughs> and when we were going to move to the mornings, there was no way we could let the great Joe Conklin get out of the fold. Joe Conklin or Alan Iverson or I don't know who we're talking to here. How are you, sir? Great. You know, Ben Davis texts me, too. He's the only guy I know with a gun rack emoji. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Seth Joyner just texts me. He said, you hang up on me again, I'm going to whoop your ass. Whoop your ass, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was great when he said that years ago. So, uh, Joe, listen, man, this is going to be and, – and you got a lot of voices through the years, and, and we're, gonna, we're also going to have some new voices. You know, we've been putting together a list of some more um, recent characters from TV shows and movies. Gotta I know you got to update this old fool. Hey, do some deep dive on that. <laughs> dust, off, dust off some voices. It's going to yeah. be great. So who's your favorite voice ever, man? Well, there's no question about it. You know, you alluded to it earlier in the show, but, you know, this was an unlikely run, the last Phillies run. A lot of people were jumping off the bandwagon because watching the Phillies is a lot like watching the movie Old Yeller. <laughs> you love the team, but you know in the end he's going to get shot in the head. <laughs> so, uh, Harry oh, Callis here, do you, have a, do you have a John Ritchie voice down yet? Hi. <laughs> pretty, pretty, Every day pretty I see this guy. Well, say, hey, John. Hi. <laughs> so I got That's one true. syllable to okay. work with. Yep. Yeah. We'll see how far it goes. And what's the know. process like? I mean, you got to try to get a seltzer down. Maybe John, maybe me. Like, what is the process like to to get a voice? First off, what percentage that you seek out can you get down? And how difficult is the process? Well, I try to imitate just about everybody I hear. All the sounds, everything. Yep. Kind of weird, you know. And some of them stick and some of them don't, you know, that come, some of them fall into the color wheel, like I was telling you, and some of them don't. I just got to, you know, you try it. You, you throw it out. You say it out loud. You see if anybody's laughing or reacting to it. If they're, they're like, no, that's not, you know, and I, and I know whether it's close or not. So if it's close, like you, go, you know, I got, I got your excited look. <laughs> that's how we go. So that's, that's kind of, that was you good. Know, that was pretty good, man. Hey, Conklin. Conklin, you say you said there you're you're kind of weird uh, in trying to imitate all these voices. Do you have any idea, just from your exposure to Joe DeCamera, how weird he is? Uh, I would call him peculiar. I don't know about weird's the word. Um, definitely quirky. Andy Reid was. Uh, yeah, right away. Congratulations on the new show there, Joe. <clears throat> I can really identify with. Well, used to be a a big. Uh, Big bath guy myself, but uh, <clears throat> had to knock it off about ten years ago. 
I got stuck in the tub for the third time. We had to have the fire department come on. Excuse me. I thought you were going to say what Richie normally says, big bath guy, and then he turned three years old and wasn't a bath guy anymore. <laughs> uh, Joe, it's going to be fun, man. It's um, So, look, we'll have you in here, obviously, with you know good frequency. And um, I'm looking forward to the Doc Rivers. I'm looking forward you to. You know what? He's, he's a treasure. <laughs> Tell you what, I, man. I, I think I've earned that. <laughs> we might have the Sixers going through June this year. They got a shot. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's, all, it's all about the big guy, really, the yeah. health and the heart. Yeah. Do you have a Jalen Hurts voice? I heard you don't have confidence in me. And I, I don't know if I have confidence in this new show yet. So that's uh, <laughs> that's salvo number one. I that's like it, the, man. So hey, it's he's a work gonna, in progress. He's going to be here a long work time. Work in progress. Joe. This show's oh, horrible. By the way, Angelo <laughs> is probably going to be. Is he going? He's going to be making some appearances, right? I mean, of course. Otherwise, I'd be making my sports points talking to the butcher. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably tell Rich and I we're too positive or something like that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. He probably. It's going to be fun for me uh, coming in, uh, and I'm going to see how you guys adapt to your schedule. It is kind of weird coming yeah. in three thirty, four o'clock. Well, I'll and- just say this: the, the thing about adapting is, um, and John and James learned this years ago. It's just all about you guys just doing what I tell you. I mean, just do what I tell you. Well, that's what I was going to say. Out. I'm looking right. forward to not getting screamed uh, at. See, Richie didn't. Richie didn't <laughs> laugh at that. All right, Joe, uh-huh. thank you, my man. It's going to be a blast. And then finally, uh, one more. And he's a uh, weekly guest on our show every single Friday at this time. And we're super ha- not only uh, happy to uh, talk some Eagles football and talk some uh, Eagles and Giants and Eagles and uh, San Fran or Dallas winner, but also talk about the fact that he's going to be a big part of our show moving forward as well. We've known him for years. We don't call him the Polish rifle anymore. We, somewhere along the lines, adapted Jaws as the main name. Joss, so happy you're going to be doing the morning show with us, man. Thank you, Joss. Joe, John, I am fired up to be with you guys on a regular basis, but I can't believe you bring me in after the great Joe Conklin <laughs> talk serious playoff football. It's hard to get my head wrapped around this right now. <laughs> Tough to follow that. Yeah. We got some serious football, though. We sure do, out. man. Yes, so, we do. So, Jaws, let, let's, let's start with this. How good are the Giants – what, t- what type of threat do they pose to the Eagles? Well, they're playing good football. You know, they, they went up to Minnesota, and I, I thought they played their best game of the season. Uh, you know, they, but quite honestly, guys, they're not in the same league as the Philadelphia Eagles. I I, I, I'll give uh, Brian Dable, you know, all their you – know, Daniel Jones, Saquon, all of them. They, they, they've, had, they've had a hell of a year. They've exceeded all their expectations, and they're going to be a team that's going to be contended with for a long time. They're a young team, a building team, but the Eagles are already built. Yeah. The Eagles, when you look at this depth chart, if you went down and compared all 22 players starting in offense and defense, I don't know if you would find a New York Giant player that you would take over a Philadelphia Eagle player. Wow. So, so when you look, when all is said, and done, John, there are probably Maybe some we could, we could look at and say, yeah, that, I'd take that guy or I'd take this guy, yeah. you know a Thibodeau or a Dexter Lawrence or some guys like that. But all in all, the talent on this Eagle team, yeah. offense and defense and special teams, is exceptional. And, and it'll, it'll be a playoff game. It'll be a tough game. It'll be physical. It'll be violent. It'll be, it'll be crazy. It's in Philadelphia. But at the end of the day, the Eagles are far too talented. Jaws, do you think – listen, Jalen Hurts probably isn't thinking about what I'm about to say because he's focused on the game and he's probably not worrying about roster construction next year and beyond. But do you think about the fact – that this might become their best chance in years because Hurt, this is the last year Hurts will be on the rookie deal, and that roster you just talked about will get stripped down to an extent. Like, seize the opportunity this year while you have that rookie uh, deal uh, sort of uh, benefit. Oh, there's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, he's going to get the big contract, uh, you know, soon. I don't know where the Eagles are exactly right now because, hey, they've got to look at, you know, Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson, these big deals that were given out that – for the most part, have been, you know, object failures. And it goes to show you how you can destroy your team by overpaying a guy and he's going to get hurt, especially when you look at the quarterback position with these runaround quarterbacks. And, oh, my God, when you look at the playoffs, you see these young mobile quarterbacks. It is incredibly exciting. And we saw it last weekend. We're going to see it this weekend. Young, versatile, mobile quarterbacks. But I, I love that part of it. But when you start throwing a quarter of a billion dollars at guys, that's $250 million at these players, and all of a sudden Kyler Murray gets hurt and probably going to miss next season as well, I mean, you're, you're, you're done. You're done. You can't build a team. You can't pay the players. So 
No, you've got to be very careful. You know, it's easy for us to sit here and spend Jeffrey Lurie's money, but how do you build and construct your football team, not only for the short term, which I believe this Eagle team is built very, very well, um, but the long term, if you're going to pay Jalen, you know, the big money, it's, it's, it's going to hurt the construction of the team in the future. Josh, Brian Dable went on the record yesterday to say the Giants' two losses to the Eagles this season have no impact on Saturday's game. Do you buy that? No, I, I don't. Uh, John, you know, you know this from, from, from a player's standpoint. That's how, how I look at it as well. Um, you know, they'll look at those schemes in those two games. But I Absolutely. think the one thing you garner by looking at the tape of those previous games is the individual matchups. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going head-to-head with a guy. You know how you blocked him, how he played you, how you played him. You get some idea of the, the, the head-to-head individual matchups. Schemes will change. I mean, the Giants blitzed Kirk Cousins 15% of the time. Right. They've been blitzing, you know, early in the season 50%. They've been right. down to 41. So you don't know what you're going to get from week to week, each team schematically. Uh, but I think what, what will be learned from those games is the individual matchups. How much will the Giants' short week and the Eagles' two weeks to prepare factor in? Yeah. I think it's huge, guys. John, you you know, from a, from a player's perspective, your body recovers. Those bumps oh, and yeah. bruises are gone. You feel fresh. From a quarterback perspective, it seemed like the, the you know the the arm came back, the juice in the arm came back, the ball was flying out, you know, eleven, twelve reps per second spinning out of your hand, you know, it just all those things just seem to come. Injured players get healthy. I mean, if Lane Johnson is healthy, I, guys, that 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 is so freaking huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy has given up a sack, you know, in a long time. That he's he's really the, you know, we, we know Jason Kelsey is the leader of the battery up there, but you know, Lane Johnson. Uh, he's phenomenal, and when he's not in there, there's a big drop-off at that position. You alter everything you have to do from a protection scheme, from a tight end, where are you going to line him up, the backs, where are you going to line him up. So the fact that he gets that week off to, to rest, he had a week off the week before, so you know that helps. That helps yeah. Elaine Johnson. A lot of uh, Eagles fans were concerned by the preponderance of passing when we played the Giants in Week 18. How much do you expect the Eagles will run the football on Saturday night? Uh, I think they'll throw the football. <laughs> I, I think that's what they want to do. We'll probably be screaming along the way somewhere, where, you know, you know, give the ball to Miles or something like that. But I, that, I, it's just, you know, they'll formulate a game plan, and that's what they'll do. And obviously you'll get some, some Boston Scott because he is the giant killer. He was one of the smallest guys in the NFL, yet he, for whatever reason, he shows up when they play the Giants. And I think the, the coaches have great confidence in him to give him the ball against the Giants. So there's a, you know, you know how coaches are, man. They're, you know, they, they get a guy that's hot, they're going to give him the football. And Boston Scott's been hot against the Giants. I think he'll get the football. But clearly, uh, you know, the Eagles want to throw the football. That, that, that's what they're built upon. Ron Jaworski with us. Jaws, I got a theory, and John agrees with me, that the town has been very unfair to Jonathan Gannon. There are so many people that think he's bad at his job. We're not two of them. What do you think? I'm with you guys. I, you know, last year, I, you know, I was not happy um, the way that defense played, particularly early in the season. They got better every year. This year... Uh, you know, I, you, I, you know, I can't have to mention all the time. You know, I look at the coaching tape every single week, and when you look at this Eagle defense, I think schematically it's really, really good. There's a great mix of man-to-man coverage, of zone coverage, of zone blitz, of run blitzes, quarterback blitzes, uh, good design. Uh, you know, I, I, I have absolutely zero problem with Jonathan Gannon and the way this defense has played this year. I, I, think it's, I think it's one of the top defenses in the league, and it's designed very, very well. Which team are we going to face in the NFC Championship game, the Cowboys or the 49ers? I think the 49ers. Uh, I know that I, I, I give Dallas a lot of credit. They went down to Tampa and you know, they put on a hell of a show. But, yeah. man, that, that, even a rookie quarterback, you know, when you look at Brock Purdy, the way he's playing. And, and, I, and I've looked at three or four of his games now, and he just doesn't play like a rookie, guys. There, there's just something about his game. Now, he looked like a rookie for the first quarter of that game against Seattle, but right. once he shook off the nerves yeah. – and we look like Joe Montana. You know, that, that's a little scary. So I think San Francisco at home is going to beat the Giants. Jaws, you know, you just referenced um, that Dallas played a great game. They did. I'm curious your thoughts. You know Brady well. Um, when you were watching Brady struggle against Dallas, second quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter, what were you thinking about his future in pro football? Oh, I think he's got, I think he's got a lot of juice left. Um, 
you know, the fact that they didn't move the football was, wasn't Tom Brady's fault. He made a mistake. The interception in the end zone was a huge mistake. It was his first red zone interception of the year. Uh, lack of communication with Chris Godwin. They weren't on the same page. That was a bad interception in a 14 nothing game where he could go 14-7, and Tom knew that. But, you know, Tom, Tom can carry a team, but I think at this point in his career he's more of a complimentary quarterback. He needs the running game. He needs to play action pass game. He did not have that in Tampa. Tom is going to play another year or two, and I think he's going to be very effective playing. Who's the best football team in the AFC? Kansas City. That's who we got. Yeah. It's going to be yeah, quite I a thing. You know, hey, I would love it to be Eagles and Andy Reid. <laughs> a little selfish. I, hey, I love Andy. I think he's a great guy. I love, obviously love this Eagle team. I think it would be a great Super Bowl. Wild, man. Hey, Jaws, um, thanks for this today, but – Thanks for uh, everything through the years and the fact that somehow you've made the decision to say yes to teaming up with me and John and James and Devin and Ray and the whole crew we're going to have for, uh, you know, the morning show, man. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And we look forward to you know getting your expertise and just your hey, also Joe, your, your... you and John have been absolutely sensational. You know, I've been with you guys for a few years nice. right now. I appreciate uh you know, you're bestowing me the honor to join you guys next uh, next season in the morning show. You guys will be absolutely fab- fabulous doing it. Uh, hey, it's different. If you guys are different, but I know you bring it every single minute when you're on the air, and that's what I love to do. So I'm, I'm happy to be part of your team. You, I've been listening to you guys going through the cast of characters you're lining up right now. <laughs> it's going to be a must, must, must listen to radio. I sure hope so. Jaws, thanks, thanks man. Jaws. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, the Eagles are getting ready for that conference title game. Thanks, Jaws. Yeah, baby, go Birds. I right, love it. So, um, so there it is. So just you know, again, just to sort of recap, if you're just tuning in. Contributors to the morning show, in, a, in addition to you know me and John and James and Rhea and Devin will be with us twice a week. And Joe Wechter, who's been Angelo's longtime producer, will be involved in helping Seltzer with a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And Ray Dittinger, who we announced yesterday, will be part of uh, you know the show as a contributor. And Ruben Amaro and Seth Joyner and Ben Davis and Joe Conklin and Ron Jaworski. Plus, we will, I'll say this, we will have many... Those that have called into our show, you know, through the years, you'll hear some very familiar voices. Like Howard's going to be part of the show. Elliot Shore Parks will yep. obviously call in a lot. He'll be in studio with us from time to time. Many familiar voices. And on the level of those that will be in-studio guest hosts, I'll say I feel confident we'll be adding as we go. Maybe not the first month, but, you know, as we get going. I mean, there will be people we're going to want to include as part of the show. And... um in the years to come, and ultimately, hopefully, get a you know basketball guy in here and the whole deal. So we'll get to it. But uh, thank you to everyone who listened to this segment, and, and obviously, please uh, listen when we when we do the morning show. Looking forward to it. Just hope it's delayed for about a month, and the Eagles win the Super Bowl. All right, more up ahead. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, on WIP. Hey, the NFL playoffs are obviously heating up, and with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, every play is a rush. New customers, you can join today. So you can bet the divisional round with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. That's when you sign up, of course, using promo code HAMMER. I tell you promo code HAMMER all the time because it's for the best deal you can get. And join uh, using promo code HAMMER always for that best deal with FanDuel Sportsbook, which has an awesome app, easy to sign up for, easy to navigate from game to game. And there are four big ones this weekend in pro football. Plus, you can hop over to basketball, hockey, future bets, and baseball and more. With America's number one sportsbook, they got all your favorite bets from the money line to point spread to player props and more. And FanDuel is the official partner of 94WIP. So place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, when you sign up using promo code HAMMER to make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.